You're not listening to the Smoke World Podcast. You're wasting your time, you mortal. Steve Zingal, the founder of Los Coyote Cigars, passed away at the age of 52. Before launching Los Coyotes, Steve worked a wide range of jobs from a financial advisor to an assistant principal, coaching college basketball, and working part-time at Emerson's, a chain of cigar stores in Virginia. In 2012, he opened up Beach House Cigars in Seaside Heights, New Jersey, Less than a year after it opened, the store was damaged by Hurricane Sandy and relocated to Wall, New Jersey. Inspired by one of his former students who owned Jersey Mike's franchise and the company's corporate ethos of giving back, he created two cigar lines in 2016, Perfection and Lost Coyotes, with the aim of using the cigars as a way to give back. Proceeds from the sales of Los Coyotes cigars were donated to the families of fallen police officers, later expanded to include the family of fallen firefighters. For the first few years, Los Coyotes was only sold through JR Cigar, but in 2019, the brand was offered via national distribution. Steve also launched Life of a Road Time. My apologies, Life of a Ride Time, a charity that hosted motorcycle rides to raise money for the families of fallen police officers and firefighters. Steve is survived by his wife and two sons. Good day, my people. Today, it is with a heavy heart that I start this podcast in memory of our brother of the leaf, Steve Zingal, founder of Los Coyotes Cigars. He was a friend, a brother of the leaf, a father, and a husband. Again, I'm not going to make this podcast a sad occasion because Steve was a jovial, outgoing guy. If he likes you, he likes you. You know, he would call me up coming from North Jersey where he resided. He was really a big advocate for cigar rights. He was part of the PCA. He would go to D.C. very often to those meetings, fighting the good fight. And he would call Say, Stone, I'm heading down, brother, to D.C. I would love to connect with you. Let's have a cigar and a drink. Let's meet up at the lounge. It's a couple of times, you know, be honest, I'll be tired. I'm like, ah. But I said, Steve, he's coming from North Jersey. He thought about me. He thought about me. So I would get myself together throw my clothes on and meet him and I was happy I did 
So, the moral of this story in life is the fact that you never know when it's going to be the last time you meet and speak. Because the last time he called me, I actually have that voicemail. I'm sorry, it's not a voicemail. It's actually him leaving a voice message because he was driving. And I will play that during the course of the podcast. I will play that message just to let folks know that at the end of the day, tomorrow is not promised. So with all the bickering we like to do, the bitching and the moaning and fuck this guy, fuck her, this, you know, come on, people. Life is too short for the bullshit. Too short. Give your people their flowers now. Tell your family, your friends that you love them. Because guess what? All the planning in the world. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you next week. I'll see you at the event. See you here or there. May never, never come. All right. Again, our brother Steve, we're going to miss him. Thoughts and prayers are with his family, his other friends out there. Again, now, would he want me or us to be sad about this? Of course not. And we say that a lot about the folks who've passed on, knowing their personalities. But I guess it's somewhat selfish of us to think that, all right, yeah, we're going to miss them, but they're not here. They're not here. Lost Coyote Cigars was in the process of making some major, major moves. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm hoping and praying that business partner, if there was any business partner or maybe family members can take that realm and helm and torch and move forward because these business adventures was just that an adventure and you may say no business ventures no business adventure these were exciting but scary big moves huge I am about to play our brother Steve. He was at a TED Talk. This was back in June of 2017. And he tells a story. So I want you to listen to that story because this was Steve's motto. Those difficult conversations, race relations, grab a cigar, start a conversation. Understand the differences between you and me. So I'll let him tell the story because he tells 
the story best. And I'll check you out on the other side. Back in 2007, I had just finished coaching the last game of the season in a prestigious Jersey Shore Summer Basketball League, on which the eventual overall 12th pick of the 2000 NBA draft, Jason Thompson, was playing. So we knew we wouldn't see each other for a while. We go out, grab dinner, say our respective goodbyes. And on the way home in the car, about 11 o'clock, 11.30, my phone rings. So I'm thinking, it's Jason, right? He's a kid. He probably ran out of gas, got lost, or he left something at the restaurant. So I looked down, and it was a call coming in from a guy I hadn't talked to in years. He used to be a local college basketball coach. I was a high school basketball coach, and we developed a great relationship. So I pick up the phone, and he tells me that somebody on his staff left to pursue another opportunity that he needed somebody down there right away to fill the void because school for them was starting in about two weeks and he asked me if I'd be interested. I said, sure, when do you need to know? He said, I need you in Newport News, Virginia tomorrow night, 7 o'clock p.m. at a place called Club Twist. Okay? Talk about it with my wife and kids the next day. They said, baby, go pursue your dreams. We're behind you. We'll be down there. Get out of here. I said, all right. So I go down to Newport News. I check into the hotel. I head on over to Club Twist. And now is a really good time for me to let you in on how white guys go clubbing at the Jersey Shore. And I'm not talking about the crap you see on TV. I'm talking real locals, okay? So on the left is me and my two best friends 16 years ago going clubbing for my bachelor party. On the right, me and some college friends with our wives getting together last summer at the famous Stone Pony in Asbury Park. This is the parking lot at the pool bar and the Parker House. So you can imagine when I get invited to go clubbing, what I'm thinking about in my mind, okay? So I get out of the car, and I look across the lot, and immediately things look different, very different from what I'm used to. First, everybody's black. Secondly, they're dressed as if they're going to church. They're Sunday's best. The guys are all in suits, the girls are in these beautiful dresses, and here I am, strolling across the parking lot in my khaki shorts, my t-shirt, and my Birkenstock sandals. So I get to the door, and the bouncer literally asks me, are you lost? <laughs> I said, I'm at Club Twist, right? He said, yeah, but I ain't letting you in like that. I said, why not? He goes, we got a dress code. I said, he goes, that ain't it. I said, okay. So I didn't know what to do. I go to reach for my phone, and it's before I could even get my hand in my pocket, the door kicks in. Guy I had never met before in my life comes running out, black guy comes running out, no, 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 man, he's cool, he's cool, he's one of the new assistant coaches at HU. Bouncer looks like this, says, all right, man. So he waves me in. About 10 feet into my walk, the music cuts out. The lights go down and a spotlight comes on my face. <laughs> so I look around and from what I could see like right now, about 80 to 100 people, all of whom are black, none of whom are smiling, and no one's dancing anymore, now staring at me. I didn't know what the hell was going on. So then I hear gospel music get queued up. Guy grabs the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, our prayers have been answered. Praise God Almighty, Lord Jesus Christ himself is amongst us. <laughs> I see some people start laughing, and at this point I have two options feel like I've been hurt and leave and get all ticky and get outside and leave upset, or I could go along with it. And let me interject. In criminal law, you have a concept called mens rea. It means guilty mind in Latin. We know it better as criminal intent. And the 
fundamental principle of criminal laws. In order for something to be considered a crime, the element of mens rea or criminal intent must be present. So where was the crime in what they were doing? There was none, right? They were just having a little fun with the new guy. I got it. I went along with it. I said, okay, you want to play? I started taking my hand, dipping it in her cup, and sprinkling him if it was holy water. I said, Father, please forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, okay? Everybody started laughing. The lights come back on. The music starts playing, and I go see my boys. We're high-fiving, shaking hands. Everybody's smiling ear to ear. That was my introduction to Hampton University, but that was a decade ago. Now, we're talking about building walls, we're prioritizing groups of lives mattering more than others? Are you kidding me with this? It makes no sense to me, especially at a time when stand-up comedians and sitcoms are building entire routines around the same thing, laughing at the differences between blacks and whites. But why do we as a society sometimes pay huge amounts of money to go sit in on these shows, embrace it, and laugh at it, but then we go to work the next day or we're in another social setting next week and all of a sudden we become politically correct and we're afraid to talk about it. That is bullshit. There's more we could be doing to improve the conversation on race. So I challenge everybody here, everybody watching at the theater, everybody listening on the internet, the next time you're presented with an opportunity to be less politically correct, take it. Put a smile on your face, walk boldly towards your biases without malintent, and find a way to add humor to the conversation. Because if you don't, you're going to be stuck here and you're a part of the problem. But if you find a way to do that, you end up over here. And you become part of the solution. Your call. Thank you. What's up, fellas? Just letting you know, if you guys get there or Stone, I know you might be going over. Craig, don't know about you yet, but if you get there before I do, start a tab, and I'll pay for it when I get there. Um, and I'm sending his voice because I'm driving and I just can't text. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Hopefully, both of you, if not at least one of you, love you. Talk to you later. I love you too, my man. That was the last voice message from Steve. Just two weeks ago, just two weeks ago, we sat down, smoked, drank, laughed, and had a great time. Folks, tomorrow's not promise. As I said, tell your friends, your family that you love them because you may not have another opportunity to do so. I really appreciate you guys and girls listening to the podcast, but I figured I had to put this out here. Steve was a great, great guy, and I felt compelled that I dedicate a show to Steve Zingal, founder of Flaus Coyotes Cigars. Folks, until next time, if there will be a next time, be safe, love one another, God bless.